Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Turn your good morning into a good day with Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Lego City, home of the mighty Lego City Ocean Exploration Ship. An awesome, huge ship packed with everything you need for adventure, including a shark cage, a helicopter, and more. If you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. My name's Lee. And my name's Peter. And we're going to play for you one of our favorite stories from way back in the archives. Peter, what do we got today? From a then first grader from Milwaukee, Wisconsin named Milena Vermut Young, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Milwaukee, the good land. Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. But before we hear the Story Pirates adaptation of Milena's story, how about we read the original story Milena sent in to us? Oh, please do tell. Here we go. One cool winter day in Japan, it snowed, and that night the Jewish people lit the menorah. And for a present, Sarah got a teddy bear. And at that very moment, Sarah lost her tooth. That night, the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus bumped into each other. And they got so confused that the Tooth Fairy put the money under the tree and Santa Claus put presents under Sarah's pillow. In the morning, Sarah forgot about her tooth and she went to the Christmas tree and found her money under the tree. She went back to her room and looked under her pillow and found her presents. Sarah enjoyed the rest of the day wondering what Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy talked about. The end. Wow. That would be crazy if that happened in real life. Well, you're about to find out what it would be like, Peter, because here's the Story Pirates adaptation of the story by Milena Vermut Young. Here it is, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Our story begins on a cool winter day in Japan where it was snowing. It was the time of year when the Jewish people lit the menorah and little Sarah got a present. Sarah, we got you a present. That's right, Sarah. Go ahead and unwrap it. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I can't wait to see what I get. <gasps> oh my, a teddy bear. I've always wanted a... <gasps> oh my goodness! Sarah, you just lost a tooth! What should I do? Why, Sarah, you should put it under your pillow tonight so the Tooth Fairy will leave you some money. And that night, Sarah put her tooth under her pillow, and the Tooth Fairy flew through the air towards Sarah's house. I'm flying, I'm flying, I'm flying through the air, flapping my wings without a care, cause I'm the Tooth Fairy. Little did the Tooth Fairy know, he was flying right into the path of Santa Claus! I'm flying through the air, riding in my sleigh with my eight reindeer, cause I'm Santa Claus. Oh, oh, I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so <gasps> The Tooth Fairy. Santa Claus, you, you do exist. Oh man, I'm so sorry I ran into you, but hey, I'm in quite a rush to get to a little girl's house. Oh, me too. It was lovely meeting you. And with that, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy flew off. But they were both so confused that the Tooth Fairy put money under the Christmas tree. Wow, this is a really weird-looking and strangely pointy pillow. And Santa Claus put presents under Sarah's pillow. I wonder why there's a little girl sleeping on this Christmas tree. In the morning, Sarah was so excited about Christmas that she forgot all about her tooth and ran to the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see all the presents Santa's left me. Le <gasps> Whoa, there's a bunch of money under this tree! 
But where are all my presents? Well, Sarah, maybe if the Tooth Fairy left your money under the tree... <gasps> Santa must have left the presents under my pillow! Sarah ran back into her room! <laughs> hey, look! My presents are here under my pillow! Wow, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy must have gotten really confused. I wonder what they talked about. <laughs> well, my favorite place to fly over is New York City. I mean, all those beautiful lights. Oh, flying over New York's for the birds, Santa. What about Hawaii? So warm. Oh, maybe next year we can fly together. Hey, great idea. I'll invite the Easter Bunny. Oh, great. And I'll invite Judah Maccabee. And Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, and Sarah had the best holidays ever. Boy, are my wings tired. Santa, can I hitch a ride with you? Well, of course you can. Let's go. We're flying, we're flying, we're flying through the air. And you've got great big wings. And you've got white hair. Because I'm Santa. Sarah, look out! Oh! 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 I'm okay, okay. I landed on something soft. That was my stomach! The end. And now Lee speaks with the author herself, Malena. Hi, Malena. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How's your summer going? My summer's going great. Where are you right now? I'm at my house. And where do you live? I live in California. Um, yeah. where, where in California? At the East Bay, near San Francisco. Oh, cool. How do you like it out there? It's nice. It's not too cold. Have, it's a little, it gets rainy though, right? Not really. Not really? I guess you have to no. be like closer to the bay, right? Yeah. It gets foggy. You get that, that San Francisco fog. Well, we're on the other side of the mountains from San Francisco, so the mountains call the fog. Oh, cool. Have you always lived there? No. Did you used to live um, in Milwaukee? Yeah, we moved here last year. Okay, cool. Have you heard about the Milwaukee lion yet? Yeah. <laughs> what do you All think about that? All I know is that a lion escaped, though. You Do you have any friends back home that have seen it? Well, I don't know if they've like seen it, but I know they've heard about it on like the news and stuff. Because everyone sounds like everyone's freaking out over there. Yeah. They haven't caught it, right? I don't think so. I think it's exciting. I'm trying to. F I tried to find a, Mil a Milwaukee Lion T-shirt online that I could wear, but no luck yet. So, Melena, what grade are you in right now? I'm going into sixth. And when you wrote Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy, you were in first grade, right? Yeah. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Do you remember your story? Not really. So you don't even remember how you got the idea for it? No. Have you written any stories since then? Yeah, I've written a lot. You consider yourself a writer? Um, well, I just like to write, but that's probably not going to be my job when I grow up. Got it. What do you think your job's going to be? Um, like a coder or something for computers. Nice. Do you do any coding now? Yeah, I take a class every Monday night from 6.30 to 8.30. What kind of coding are you learning? I'm doing 3D game design, so I'm making a 3D game. Will you tell me about the game? What's the game you're making? Um, so I'm trying to make it better than Minecraft. So you have to defeat the Dementors from Harry Potter. <laughs> and you can change the terrain there, like with this mouse tool. And I wrote my name in the train. So there's these mountains shaped like a Milena. It's Amazing. pretty awesome. Yeah. And then there's this house with a fireplace and a Christmas tree and presents and stuff. So it's like Christmas themed um, with some Harry Potter and a little bit of Minecraft because it's like hills and stuff. You know, it sounds to me like you're using some of your creativity and writing skills to to make your own games, right? Yeah. So it sort of is all coming together a little bit. Yeah. How did you get into 
computer coding? Um, well, I'm not really sure, but when I moved here, I learned about Minecraft and how awesome it was, and so I wanted to make a game sort of like that. Can you explain Minecraft to me? Because I don't really get it. Yeah, it's a bunch of blocks, and you can build and destroy. There's monsters that come out at night and attack you, but creative mode, you don't get hurt, and you can fly. But survival, you have limited resources, and you can get hurt, and you have to walk all the time. No flying, unfortunately. I had to admit that I'm still really confused about this game. If you Google, like, a Minecraft video, you'll get a bunch of explanations. Okay, good. It seems like no adults really understand Minecraft, and every single kid loves it. Yeah. (laughs) So, do you remember, way back when you were in first grade, do you remember hearing your story on the radio? Yeah. And what was that like? It was kind of weird because I didn't sound how I imagined I would sound like how I think I normally talk. Uh It was, like, different. Got it. And do you have any advice for any writers out there, any kids that are trying to write their own story, but they don't know where to start? Yeah, be creative and write about what you like, not something that you think your parents will like. Uh, Write about what you like to do and stuff. That's great. That's great advice because I think a lot of kids think they need to write something specific that an adult, a teacher, or a parent wants them to write. Yeah. But you should really just write whatever you want to write. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what's the name of your game? Um, I don't have a name yet. Do you think since you moved to San Francisco, there's everyone does computers out there, right? Yeah. That's pretty much the, the big thing going on there, huh? Yeah. And how do you like that area? Do you like it better than Wisconsin? Yeah, because there's no mosquitoes. <laughs> and it doesn't snow. Wisconsin smells? It snows. Oh, it snows. I thought you said it smells. <laughs> no. So you don't you don't like snow, huh? Well, it's just cold and stuff. Is there anything you miss about Wisconsin? Well, you know, I might miss the humidity, like the steaming hot days of the summer. Really? Or the freezing cold days of winter. No, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the weather in California is pretty perfect, huh? Yeah. But like kids who grow up all the time in California, they've never experienced seasons. So at least you know what seasons are. Yeah, it's just like we have hot in the summer, warm in the winter, and then in the fall it gets a kind of drizzly. Are you, so are you going into sixth grade? Does that mean you're starting middle school? Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. What do you think will be better about middle school? Um, when I moved, I was going to be in middle school because in Wisconsin, middle school started in fifth grade. So I was like, yes, I'm in middle school. Wait, no, I'm still in elementary school. And all my friends moved on to middle school. And so that was kind of unfair. You had to wait an extra year. Yeah. And while you were waiting, were they like, oh, man, middle school's amazing. No, they were like, oh, <laughs> man, after school at study hall, we can play Minecraft on our iPads if the teachers aren't around. And you were like... Why I oughta. Yeah. <laughs> do you play it on your iPad or do you play it on a computer? Um, I play on my iPad and on my computer. Are you a Mac person? Yeah, I have a MacBook Air, but it's really slow and laggy. So usually I play on my PlayStation 4, where it's like the best version I have because it doesn't lag and it does and it has like all the good stuff. Do you yeah. play any other games? Well, on my iPad I play some other games. What? Like Minion Rush. Is that related to the hit movie, The Minions? Kind of, I think. Cool. It's um from Despicable Me 2. Right. 
Anything else you want to tell me or tell people about your story or or anything about your life? Um, actually, about my story, after I'd finished writing the story and submitted it and stuff, on Christmas Eve, well, no, the night before Christmas Eve, I lost my tooth. And so that night, I wrote a nice letter to the Tooth Fairy saying, um, Dear Tooth Fairy, um, please don't take my tooth until tomorrow night. And then the next night, it was Christmas Eve, and so I put my tooth under my pillow. And in the morning, I had pencils under my pillow um, for my stocking, and my tooth was under the tree. But instead <laughs> of a tooth, there was like, I think, a dollar. Oh, my gosh. So they really ran into each other. Yeah. That's uh, that's amazing. So real life repeated, resembled the fiction that you created. Yeah. It was almost like you were telling the future. Kind of. Are you psychic? No. Why don't you make a prediction right now about the future just so we can test it out and see if you maybe you are psychic. Okay. I predict that in the next 10 years, Cal- there will be one rain in California. Only At one? At least one rainy day. At least one rainy day. (laughs) That is likely to happen, but they might only just be one. Yeah. From what I hear about California. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you guys having a drought up where you are? Yeah. It's pretty bad, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you ration water? Do you take, like, shorter showers, or do you not water your lawn or anything? Well, we don't water our lawn, and we have to take short showers. And my mom, when she showered today, she got, um, while the water was warming up, she put a bucket under the water. Oh, wow. And so then we could save it. Pretty serious. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't have to do that in New York. No, we don't have to do it either. But my dad has a startup where you can get paid to save water and energy. What? So, yeah. Can I get paid? If you sign up. What's it called? It's called Meter Hero. All right, I'm going to check it out. That's a good name, actually. It sounds like a video game. Yeah. What would the Meter Hero video game look like? I don't know. Maybe your dad can hire you to make it. Maybe. (laughs) All right, thanks, Milena. Good luck with the game. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you want to see the Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City, where we perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan. And we feature new stories every week with kid authors there to take a bow after the show. Find the full schedule at our website, storypirates.com. Coming up this summer, the Story Pirates will be performing live in person in Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia on July 15th and 16th, and Jamestown, New York at the Lucy Comedy Festival on August 6th. Check out our website, storypirates.com, and click Performances at the top for details, times, and tickets. You can also buy t-shirts for the Story Pirates fan in your life, also at storypirates.com. And of course, please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And we will see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! It's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at Lego City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? I do. Well, I wanted to share another one with you. This one comes from two kids in Kansas named Liam and Ellie Lou. It's called The Story Pirates and the Sunken Pirate Ship. Ooh. Here's the story. The Story Pirates found a sunken pirate ship, so they set up a lab. 
but they don't know that they are in Mermaid Land. What an exciting story. And here is the Lego build of that very story. It's incredibly detailed, as you can see. Let me take a look at that. Wow! Look, right over there is the sunken pirate ship itself. No, ah, Lee, there's a skeleton ghost on that ship. Peter, calm down. It's not an actual ship. It's a Lego build. But it looks so real. And look, that's the underwater lab. Oh, I've been saying it for years. You can't have a good underwater lab without a robot arm. And as you can tell from all the mermaids swimming around, this is indeed mermaid land. Lee, I hate to nitpick, but can you call it a land when it's underwater? Yes, you can. Oh, didn't know that. Grown-ups, you can check out Liam and Ellie Lou's photos of their Lego build at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more ocean adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Ship? It's an awesome, huge ship with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can use the crane to lower the shark cage, take to the skies in a helicopter, or search the underwater shipwreck for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created Ideal Towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on Earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit on You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com news. Now back to the show. 